Good morning, and welcome to another Music to My Beers here on Real Rock 103.9 The Bear. We are with you Sunday mornings, 10 until noon. I am Zach Miller, joined alongside Warren Cluck. Good morning, buddy. Good morning. Today we have a very special show today. We are getting ready for a uh, giant basketball tournament coming up, and we thought let's jump in the fun and host a tournament of our own. Yeah, battle, battle of the brackets, right? Or something like that. Yeah, and the uh, it's funny. We did this last year. We've done it a, uh, a few years now. And in the past, we've seeded the tournament ourselves. Uh, last year, we just uh, we threw like we, we put the uh, the breweries in in the order that they sold, and lo and behold, Bud Light walked away the winner. Yep. And uh, this year, we thought we would let you do it. So thank you to everybody who chimed in on our Facebook page over the last week and a half and uh, nominated all your favorite breweries because now we have it down to thirty two. Yes, and over the next couple of weeks, as uh, each we'll we'll do a voting period where you can vote for your favorites, and then they'll be knocked off as we get closer to the uh, the championship. And then somebody's going to walk away just for submissions. They're going to walk away with tickets to the Brewfest happening over at Four Winds Casino. So you vote, and you could get prizes. Yeah, this is how we do it. Welcome to Music of My Beers. We have a huge show on tap. We have to get to the news and notes. We've got some very exciting things coming up uh, to look forward to in the next few weeks. We have to get to the chick pick. We have B movie. Oh, the pick six. So many fun things, and uh, we will start this. Michiana's first, first best, 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 best and only show dedicated to craft beer and drinking music. Cool brews, hot tunes. This is music to my beers. Music, music to my beers on Real Rock 103.9 The Bear. Music to my beers. This is Real Rock 103.9 The Bear. My name is Warren Cluck. I am joined by Zach Miller. Thank you for joining us here on this fine Sunday on this award-winning radio station. Yeah. We got a lot going for us, don't we? We do. We do. We try hard. <laughs> and then that's about it. If you're a fan of the show on Facebook, then you know over the last uh, week and a half or so, we've been uh, culling some breweries, looking for suggestions from you, nominating breweries that you think should join our beer bracketology. And we are proud to announce that uh, we have our 32 breweries. So thank you if you voted and nominated a brewery. Yeah, we went over the list. Um, I I was compiling as many as we possibly could. There were a few that we had to leave out, basically, because it was either add 27 more or get rid of a couple of them. And so we, we nailed it down to 32. But what I found most interesting from this list is that our reigning champ did not make it. Nobody nominated Bud Light. Uh, we will live, so <laughs> please don't feel like you need to throw a fit about it. Yeah, I mean... It's uh, it's crispy. It's cool. Nobody said Bud Light Seltzer or anything like that. So uh, it didn't make the list. However, Miller and Coors did. So those are our two biggest, I think, breweries on the list. So let's run down and start. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna take a, a little few minutes on the show today and talk about some of these breweries and uh, and then we'll go through and we'll we'll tell you about these thirty two. I think uh, we've got some real solid selections. There's a lot of fantastic stuff from around town, regionally mm-hmm. and also nationally. I feel like this is a good cross section of all the uh, different breweries. Yeah, I like that we got everybody's opinion on basically whether it was local or regional or national that everybody was kind of nominated in. And I thought like you're like a couple of them. You know, Goshen Brewing showed up, and then also Wedgwood showed up as well. Yeah, we'll just uh, let's just start running okay. down the list. Uh, yeah. We have uh, coming in at number thirty-two. We have the local stuff, Haymarket Brewery and Tap Room. Yeah, have we, you been up there before? I have not. No. no. Okay, it's some. It's it's on my bucket list of where I want to visit because uh, I've heard good things about it. Are you allowed to put something on your bucket list if it's literally doable, like later today? <sighs> yes. <Okay. laughs> All right. I'm just wondering. 
That's the, the point of a bucket list, right? It's, it's well, things I, that you can do that's obtainable. I would, no, I always thought it was like big things you need to like do before you die. Like skydive. Yeah, like one of my bucket list things is to go out to Phoenix, rent a Harley, and ride by myself to Las Vegas in, in the middle of the night. But I mean, going to Haymarket, I mean, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we can do that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, number 31. Uh, what is it? Speciation Artisan Ales and Native Species Winery. This one was a new one for me. I, I have not heard of this one before, and I looked it up, and it was from uh, Comstock Park, Michigan. So there's a few up Same. there, like Perrin is yeah, up there? Uh, yeah, it's up uh, just north of Grand Rapids. So okay. ample places to drink. It's it, Dude, it's nuts to me. Every time I go to Grand Rapids, every six months or so, there are so many new places that are doing craft beer, that are doing uh, wine and spirits and other stuff. Yeah, the family and I, we just went up to Grand Rapids this uh, past weekend and uh, went, went to Disney on Ice, so we weren't doing the whole beer thing. But what I mean, the place that I always go to is Founders, and that place seems like it grows exponentially every single time you go up to Grand Rapids. Like it's just like more rooms on top of more rooms, and then there's the beer hall gets bigger, the uh, the outdoor patio gets bigger. Um, but I'd love to go around. I know Brewery Vivant, uh, Vivant I've been to. Yeah, that place is pretty cool. They specialize in kind of the Belgian styles. But then there's all kinds of new stuff that you run into. Like, yeah, and and uh, Brewery Vivant was fun. Would have been a lot more fun because I I lived and I, I worked not too far from where it wound up going. So if it had been there when I was living there, oh, it would have been like, hey, I, I could have been a regular instead to of your you local know, brew pub. Instead of skipping on down to the Meanwhile for fifty cent black labels. <laughs> uh, we also have, and this is another new one. This is why this is a lot of fun too, because you know you and I are hot on certain breweries and uh, certain ones are our regulars, our go tos. But when we we bring out everybody to chime in, uh, we expand our reach just a little bit. Drafting Table Brewing Company. Yeah, I have not. I That was another new one for me, and I, I hadn't heard of that before, but uh, they're out of uh, Wixom, Michigan, which is, I guess, when you're looking at the hand up by Detroit okay. area. All right. <laughs> Zach's busting out the hand. We have uh, uh, Arvin Brewing Company. We have Miller Brewing Company. Miller? Coors Brewing Company. And uh, one of our favorites, just north of here, Round, uh, Round Barn Brewery and Public House. That place is really cool, especially if you're looking for a day trip or you're looking for like a, something to do for a bachelor party or bachelorette party, and you can go up and you can hit a bunch of those places, and that's what I like about that Southwest Michigan, um, especially with like Southwest Michigan brew tours. Yeah, and uh, and it's fun because a lot of the wineries now are getting into the uh, the craft beer game as well because hey, they already have the infrastructure. Let's just you know take a go at it with beer, which is a lot of fun. Because when I was when I was not younger, I want to say, but years and years ago, Round Barn was always just wine, and now they have mm-hmm. something for the craft beer people and spirits and spirits. <laughs> uh, and then coming in at number twenty five, uh, we had a couple of suggestions for this in the Facebook group. One Well Brewing out of uh, Kalamazoo. This is a lot of fun. Uh, if you've ever been there, I did a podcast with some friends up there. Jeez, uh, I want to say a year and a half ago, they do a jalapeno blonde ale. Oh yeah! And the guys behind the counter were like, you know, this is great. I'm glad you enjoy it. But have you tried our Bloody Mary we make with it? Dude, it's perfect. Game changer. Yeah, the jalapeno adds a nice layer of spice to it. They do. Uh, they do really good stuff, and they have everything canned up and packaged, ready to. Uh, to to follow home with you. Mm. Mm. Man, I'd, I'd like to get a, I need to go up to Kalamazoo again sometime soon because there's there's a bunch of places out of Kalamazoo now that uh, aren't just Bells, like One Well and then uh, Wax Wings, right? Yeah, the, uh, there's uh, five. It's just like Grand Rapids, man. Everything people uh, Breweries are opening up just about every other week, it seems like. And yeah. it's fun, especially if you find yourself going to to a place because forever, Kalamazoo, you go back home, there's, like, there's Bells there. Mm-hmm. And now there's Arcadia right down the street. But now there are a ton of other places you can go. Hopcat, 
just where you can you can still enjoy a huge number of craft beers or a giant selection, you're guaranteed to drink something you've never had before, which is a lot of fun. What's the stock exchange place? What's that? Uh... Uh, the beer exchange. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and it's kind of gimmicky, and I know that uh, that that purists or whatever uh, will hate on it, but man, that place is a lot of fun. If you're looking for something to do as a group, yeah, go up there. And uh, for for the uninitiated, it works just like the stock market. There's a giant digital. It almost looks like an untapped board. And it has the beer they have available with the going price for a pint. And then as more people buy a beer, the price increases. And as people don't buy a beer, the price decreases. Oh. And then every so often they have a market crash where a big alarm goes off and everybody rushes to the bar because all the prices bottom out and the whole cycle starts, starts all over again. That's awesome. Yeah. And I know they have, they have similar type places in other cities, but it is it is kind of a fun thing to do, especially if you're out with uh, like the fellows. It's a great bachelor party thing. But everyone runs to the, runs to the bar with the cash in hand, waving at like the stock ticket back in the day on, on Wall Street. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, we'll get to some more of these as we get further on in the show. We have a lot to cover. There are still whew, 24 more. We're going to call them hopefuls. Yeah. And the music to my beers, beers, bragatology. We'll stay humble. That's right. We like to respect the drip. We also like to remind everybody to stay humble. But we're running down the 32 uh, breweries that were suggested by you for our tournament. And over the course of the, uh, the NCAA tournament, we're going to vote these things down until we eventually crown a winner. Uh, we've had Haymarket, uh, Speciation, Draft Table, Arvin, uh, Miller, Coors, Round Barn, One Well, and that brings us to uh, 24. Yeah, number 24 is a brewery that actually won up at, uh, when we were up at Journeyman a couple of years ago, and yeah. we were up there for their uh, Barrel Age Brewfest, Microphone, out of the Chicago area. Uh, solid guys, solid, really solid beer. Their stouts, their stout game is OP. For sure. They're one of those uh, breweries that, man, I, I swear up and down I need to make time to go visit. But whenever yeah. I get to Chicago, you just get too busy doing other stuff and you wind up never having time. I've got some friends that have been there and they said it's a it's a great time. And you leave and your tongue is just, your tongue is tired. It's had enough. Oh, man. So I, many great beers. I And their, their beer really was. Because we were blind taste testing all those different beers up at the Barrel Age Brewfest. And it was like, we I mean, we were getting hit left and right with different beers. But theirs, I remember standing out. And... I wanted to go back for another pour of theirs, and then you know the wind started coming, and the rain, and the sleet, and snow, and whatever else we had that day before Garth Brooks. Yeah, that <laughs> was uh, it. Was fun to see a bunch of every every everybody who's been to an outdoor brew fest knows those tents. Oh yeah. If you've joined the Bear on location, we have one of those tents. But to watch all those tents suddenly blow away in one shot and break, we were like, oh, we better get inside and have a few cocktails at Journeyman's. Uh, <laughs> ArcLight is another brewery that uh, was suggested by you and made the cut. Yeah. 22, we have Wax Wings Brewing Company, also at Kalamazoo, one of the newer ones. Have and you been there? Or... No. Uh, our, our friend Moshpit Mom, who actually suggested the brewery on our thread, uh, brought me back a crawler yeah. of their Imperial Double IPA. It was fantastic. Oh, man. She swore up and down. I think we were out at uh, Hop Station the one night, and she was talking about that, being up there, and, and swore up and down about how awesome they are. So I got to get up there, too. Uh, 21, uh, one of Zach's favorites, Terrapin Brewing Company. Yeah, I like uh, I like my Athens, Georgia beers, and um, I'm trying to think. Wake and Bake was one of the originals that I remember having and like it blowing me away. Also, my brother, when he was getting into craft beer and he knew that I liked the hoppy stuff, Hopsecutioner was one that he introduced to the family table. And That's right, and then uh, it was a couple of years, and then eventually it made its way up here, and now you can find it on store shelves all over Michiana, which is very cool. Yeah. Uh, we've got Leinenkugels out of Wisconsin. Hey, the Chippewa Falls. What is it, still Jacob T. Leinenkugel Brewing, or what is it, what is it called? I, th- I think so. I, when I looked it up on Google, it was just like Leinenkugels, but it's you're, you're right. It's like the J... Something. You get old enough into the craft beer hobby, and you can look at Line of Kugels as the uh, the old school, the OG Shandy. 
it really, it was like one of the first craft beers, craft quote unquote beers that I'd ever had. And I remember being nuts about, they had an apple flavored beer that they discontinued. It was like an apple cinnamon and it was absolutely delicious. It would come out during October. Um, I would drink that in the dorms. What? <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> uh, away from Goshen campus for right, sure. Yeah. On the off campus. Right, 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 right. Uh, we have Heavenly Goat Brewing Company, one of our uh, newer friends out of Granger. Yeah, they're just uh, up there. They have their recently uh, opened hall, which has the smash burgers and really good stuff. I, uh, do, I do like to hop up there. Yeah, and our friend Rob suggested that uh, maybe we throw in Stone Brewing Company. We're big fans of the Enjoy Buy series. I almost questioned it. I was like, which stone are you talking about? Are you talking about a Keystone or Stone Stone? <laughs> uh, Keystone. Uh, Stone does gr- does great stuff, and they're also good for as like a go to. Uh, yeah, all their beers are pretty well available. I, their Tangerine Express when it's uh, when it's out is also a lot of fun. They're kind of on the forefront. They're, well, they were on the forefront of the whole enjoy by thing. I know that Bud Light had come up with it with, because it's like enjoy this beer by, but Stone really took that and uh, encapsulated it and made it a whole theme with all of their beers. And I always get excited whenever I see it and enjoy by it. I'm like, ah, that's when I got to pick up. And it's typically around holidays. And then uh, we have Bare Hands Brewery at number 17. That's uh, obviously they're one of our one of our pals, one of our favorites. I do. I do like me a good Bare Hands. And I, and I told you uh, last week after I went to that share, I brought some Joe England up to my buddies and they said that that was one of the best uh, hazy IPAs they've ever had. They were like, this is from Indiana. I'm like, dude, we get this stuff all the time. Yeah. I tried to really play it up like, oh, yeah, we're swimming in it, man. It's crazy. And it's like four days old when you go to the liquor store. You go up there and yeah, it's like yeah. a day old. Just canned it. And then uh, lastly, before we have to move on and uh, stop down and get some B-movie activity going here, is Toppling Goliath Brewing Company, available for the first time uh, what, over the last year or so. Yeah. As we, we first saw that. We we had always talked about how, you know, typically you'd have to go to Benny's in Chicago and pick it up. That was like as close as they distribute. Yeah. But then they opened up that distri- distribution. And man, I forgot how, one, how hazy Pseudo Sue was, and then also how great King Sue is. One of the fun things you can do uh, with craft beer, and and I've tried to do a better job of this as we've uh, progressed through the last five years of the show, is if you like a beer from a brewery, follow them on Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. If you follow Toppling Goliath Brewing Company, they give you a pretty good peek at what's headed your way. I know we've got double dry hopped uh, pseudo Sue headed our way. Oh yeah, but it just it keeps things top of mind. But if uh, like you know, bare hands and everybody else, if you have a favorite brewery, follow them on Instagram. I mean, the crooked you, they'll tell you what the small batch is going to be that week, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's just a good way to keep yourself informed. But also, you can kind of custom tailor your feed to the breweries you're interested in and sort of ignore the ones you aren't. We have uh, 15 more breweries to get to. So much more show. We have news and notes, the chick pick, the pick six, and we have to get the movie. A thinly veiled reason to talk about more alcohol. Let's take our beers to the movie with music to my beers, B movie. And this is a segment of the show that we stop down and pair cinema with alcohol in a segment that we have dubbed the, the B movie. And uh, this week's movie, because we're talking about a tournament of beers, a fight for supremacy, a fight to the death, if you will, Zach. We're going to do the 1988 instant classic. Bloodsport, starring one Jean-Claude Van Damme. Man, he was in his heyday. He was in his prime, right? Yeah, it was like 88 till about 94-ish, or whenever he was in Street Fighter. Van Damme was untouchable. I'll go on record as saying that Bloodsport's one of the finest action movies that was ever made. 
Better than Karate Kid. Absolutely. 100% okay. better than Karate Kid. I'll have to go back and to watch me, it. Karate Kid was for kids. Bloodsport yeah. is when you're a man. You shave, you watch Bloodsport, you look at Frank Dukes. Was uh, um, Chuck Norris in this movie at all? He was not. No? Okay. Different mm-hmm. martial arts, right? This Bloodsport's more of like the UFC stuff that we have nowadays? Or? Yeah, well, yeah, it was just straight up kickboxing. Okay. And uh, it, what happens is uh, Frank Dukes enlists in, in, in this tournament. He fights his way to the Kumite, which is a fight to the death tournament to determine who is the you know strong, the who is the most fearsome fighter, uh, fearsome competitor in the world. And uh, it does it hold up? Not really. Is it still fun to watch? Mm-hmm. You one hundred percent bet it is. I might need to watch this one. Uh, I'm going to give this uh, an entire six pack of Terrapins Wake and Bake. Oh, nice. Yeah, because uh, I want something that I can sip constantly throughout the entire uh, run length of the movie, but also, like, this is a straight out of my childhood. When I was a kid, I was, uh, you know, 10, 12 when this was on video rental, so my friends and I would rent anything, anything Jean-Claude Van Damme, anything. As long as he did the splits in the montage, we were all in on whatever the Van Damme movie was, whether it was Kickboxer, whether it was Bloodsport, and uh, that's why this movie is one of my favorites, so I'm going to give this six, because I want to have a good time watching him defeat Ton Lee. Um, I have not seen this movie, but I like Jean-Claude Van Damme. Jean, Jean-Claude? I'm going to tell you, if it's going to make Miller Movie Night at your house, probably maybe skip it and keep it for yourself. Oh, okay. Kids, not children, not big fans, and I and I know your wife will probably not appreciate it either, because this, this is like the anti-woman movie. She's she's not, uh, not going to... No, like, no, no. Okay. Uh, no. I, I, as, as I think as a general rule, women don't appreciate 1980s action sports <laughs> movies. No, honey, I swear, you're going to love it. <laughs> um, I am going to go with the one it's a brewery that did not make the list uh, that we've gone over so far but I've had it before and it's the Brew Free or Die Blood Orange IPA from uh, 21st Amendment Brewing Company and mainly just because blood is in the name so I figure I'd go with eight of those and that'll probably get me pretty good through the movie yeah you should sit down and watch it someday i know that you have trouble growing a beard maybe you could get a full man's beard if you watched blood sport and had a uh, had a sixer yeah uh haymarket speciation drafting table arvin brewing company miller coors round barn one well microphone arc light wax wings terrapin line of cool heavenly goat stone brewing company bare hands toppling goliath and that brings us to number 15 yeah, a new brewery here to the area in the region Westwind brewing company uh brewery yeah, and our apologies to the gang at Westwind because I know you guys have been inviting us out and we just, we can't. Zach and I are very busy dudes and we would love to go out and drink every single night of the week, but uh, we have wives and wake up. So we're, we're trying to get we out got, there. We got to nail down a Saturday or Sunday to get out there. And Your beer looks amazing. We want to come out. We're I planning know. on it. Yes, but, I'm I'm pretty excited about it. But you have some big fans on Facebook who demanded you be part of this tournament. Uh, number 14, another one of our favorites locally, Transient Artisan Ales. Another one I have yet to get to. I've got to, I really want to get up to Bridgman and visit that place. Uh, it, it's a lot of fun. It's great. It's one of those, It's it's to me, it's like that quintessential craft brewery atmosphere where yeah. in the summertime, it's open air, the cars are going by, there are dogs bopping around, and the beer is just fantastic. I know that a lot of people go out for the releases, too, like Saturday releases. That's another brewery that, much like four, um, uh, 450 North, where you get up, go down there and... Yeah, and uh, I have yet to have a, a beer from Transient that I didn't absolutely just love. Juice is loose. Mm. <laughs> Number 13, Greenbush Brewing Company, another one of our favorites. And yeah. uh, now available here fresh on tap at the uh, Southside Martins location, the Erskine Plaza Martins. 
So as you're doing your grocery shopping, you can just pick up some stuff to go along with it. Uh, Southern Grist Brewing Company also nominated to get into our Tournament of Champions, our beer bracketology. I haven't had a whole lot from them, but the people who love them are very, very passionate about it. That one comes out of Nashville, right? Yeah, I like breweries that turn you into just like that. You go out and you proselytize on behalf of, like, it's just like Costco. Mm. Once you're a member of Costco, you can't shut up about Costco. And once you're a fan of some of these breweries, like anybody I know who's a fan of Southern Grist can't stop talking about how great they are. Like vegans. Did, yeah. Did well, you know? <laughs> I, I have it on good authority. Also CrossFitters. <laughs> Uh, number 11. Uh, number 11 is uh, a show favorite here, and we've been uh, over there to visit Andy and Sean a number of times, the Crooked U in South Bend. Uh, they are an award-winning brewery as well, and uh, they've got the bronze medal from the Great American Beer Festival. But do they have what it takes to outlast the other 31 brewers in our Beer Bracketology Tournament of Champions? That Glasgow Butcher drink pretty good, so oh. I'd say, yeah. All you can do is vote uh, when the when the uh, the voting goes live later on. Yeah. Uh, number 10, Windmill Brewing. And I know they just did a tap takeover at uh, Hop Station this last Thursday. We unfortunately had to bow out. Our friends at the Michiana Beer Reviewers were there holding court. And their stuff is fantastic. They're, they're another fun brewery to go to. There's a cat wandering around. <laughs> yeah. You you turned me on to them because I had no idea about their uh, their peaches and memes and stuff like that. Yeah, they were a brewery that, and I talked about it earlier in the show, that I started following on Instagram, and I can't remember who first told me about it, but once you follow them on Instagram and start getting a feel for the beers that they put out, mm-hmm. uh, it's it's a must-stop if you're headed over that direction. It's over at Dwyer, and uh, the beer's fun. It's, it's a great place to sit down, have a pint or two, play some board games. Pet the cat. Pet the cat and just uh, and just take things in. But yeah, their, their beer is legit. Oh, and, right. it, and it is fun to see them working their way closer to town because it used to be a year or two ago you could, you had to you had to go there to get it, and now you find it working its way over here in the form of tap takeovers. Yeah, um, the next uh, on the list is a brewery that has been a regional treasure to national, probably even international now, and that's Bell's Brewery, which we don't realize how good we have. They've got the number one IPA in the world, or the number one beer in the world, I would say, uh, with the uh, Two Hearted IPA. Yeah, and uh, they also do a, just a ton of our favorites. Mm-hmm. I, I wish they would do more more of a variety of styles, but uh, they know what they do, and they do it really well. Mm-hmm. It's always a fun trip to get up to Kalamazoo and uh, have a couple and then uh, you know drunkenly stammer to the general store and be like, I'm going to buy another hoodie, because why not? <laughs> I think Oberon Day is set for March 23rd, so we can look out for that. So much going on this month. An- another brewery that's got a lot going on this month. Uh, number eight on our beer bracketology, our friends at Three Floyds Brewing. Dude, March 21st. We've got to get our tickets for that. The uh, Dark Lord Day. Yeah, I'll be uh, out at the Leprechaun Leap desperately trying to get tickets across, uh, uh, probably on the company iPad. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Number seven is a brewery that you just uh, you just visited earlier this week. Uh, yeah. Our friends in Elkhart. I popped into Yakida, and it's like, it's one of my favorite places to go because not only does it smell fantastic when you walk in the door because of the delicious pizzas that they have cooking in the ovens, but their tap list is always changing, and they bring stuff back, and they have a great IPA, but one of our favorites is breakfast cookies, and that one has, I think even when we had them in on the show when we were just a, a little baby ver- show. They were the very first guests here, yeah. back, way back when Music to My Beers was only a one-hour program. It was fun to have Summer and Chip in here and, and talk beer and really uh, get to try some of their stuff, because they've been around since, uh, I want to say, 2012, and have only grown here in the Elkhart area. Now they have uh, the, the patio seating that you can go and sit out there and enjoy once the weather's not like it is or has been this past week, but... 
Yeah, yeah and Yakidao is, is one of those great examples of a craft brewer that does beer well, but also backs it up with food that is just as exceptional. Oh, yeah. Uh, number six, this is the last one we'll cover before we have to take a break and uh, start working on the pick six. Our friends down at South Bend Brew Works. Yeah. With, with Bare Hands opening up around the corner, Crooked U is close as it is, and then we've got LKT at Fiddler's right downtown. All of this creates a great walking beer tour of downtown South Bend once the uh, once the weather changes a little bit. You recommend walking, right? Not biking? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> okay. And all the line bikes and scooters are, what, gone now? So yeah. you, I have to hoof it like a savage. <laughs> Uh, and, and, and their beers are fantastic, and their their open seating right there on the mall area downtown is it's a lot of fun, man. And if you're going to have a couple before you go to a South Bend Cubs game, that's a great place to do it. We brought our puppies down there one time. Me and our our friends from up in Grand Rapids when they were visiting in town, they brought their dog with them, and it was just fun because you can take pets and. Have them hang out outside with you as you enjoy beer out, outdoors. Yeah, and it's been fun over the years to watch them kind of go through the metamorphosis of how they started and then the different beers they've made, the brewers, and then have them kind of settle into a groove that they're in right now and mm-hmm. uh, doing some fantastic stuff. We're doing a little bit something different here with the Pick 6 this week. Instead of running down uh, something we've either had in the last week or we want to have, we think you should try, we are only going to pick our favorite beers from the top breweries on the uh the beer bracketology. Now we haven't covered all of them. We still have to reveal the top five beer companies that we're going to be picking from. So anything from a brewery, Zach, that we just talked about. Okay. And I think we you should go first. Here, you, you want to go back and forth? We'll alternate. I'll alternate. go first. Yeah. Uh, my first one for the pick six is a beer that I'm a big fan of, just because uh, it's great, fresh. It's it's consistent in quality, and I can now get it on tap. Uh, within ten minute walk from my house, and that's going to be uh, Star, Ch- uh, Star Chicken Shotgun from Greenbush. Very nice. Yeah, six point eight. It's uh, it's nice. It's kind of bitey. Uh, I like the the hot bite to it, and it's it's a good sipper. So I'm going to give that my first uh, of my three. Okay. Well, I'm going to go with uh, one that I have not had yet, but I really want to have. I've had the other bigger brother of this one, um, and that's the Westy West Coast IPA from Bear Hands. They have now have a little Westy. Which is more sessionable, obviously. Uh, you know what's going to make me feel? You know what made me feel like an idiot when Lil Westy came out? Huh. So, Westy came out. Uh, we've, yeah. had, we've had new Westy. Mm. We, we love these beers. I've seen the can countless times, had the shirt. I'm salivating right now. It never dawned on me until Lil Westy came out with its uh, minimalist can art. And I was like, oh man, they're talking about a Volkswagen Westphalia van. <sighs> That's the Westy. <laughs> the Westy is the van. It's I had no band. idea. Yeah, I felt really bad. I felt it was one of those things. All of a sudden, everything click, 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 and I'm like, oh man! All all the t- all along, I thought they were talking about the West Coast. No, for Westies. I, I think it's a play. It's a it's a play on on that, but also that's a Volkswagen Westphalia. So genius marketing, guys. <sighs> and also, I'm an idiot. Uh, I'm going to say another one off of uh, off of our list that we've done so far, and I'm going to say from one well. I talked about this one earlier. Is their Jalapeno Blonde? Mm. There aren't a lot of times I'll have a blonde ale and think, wow, this is fantastic. Usually I'll say, well, it's pretty good. We've had other beers that use peppers as adjunct flavors, whether it's a habanero, whether it's jalapeno. I know we had habanero Oberon. And the way the jalapeno stands out on this jalapeno blonde and the way it finishes, you get a little jalapeno on the nose, you drink it, you get all that great blonde ale flavor, and then the jalapeno comes back with a real dry sting on the finish. And it's it's... The rare pepper beer that you could have more than one of. This is a definite four-pack, and you will drink all four. It just makes you want to keep drinking, right? Yeah, and that's hard to do. And we've had, uh, what, smoked peppers in beer before, and all that stuff is great. It's interesting. I love the innovation, but it's only good for one, one or two. 
And uh, this one's good for, for way more than that. Sometime I'll have to bring up the one that I could not finish. It wasn't a beer, it was a cider. And it, it was it was a uh, a mango habanero cider. Mm. Uh, it just I started getting heartburn. Just couldn't finish it. So yeah. Anyways, uh, for my next one, I'm going to throw in a terrapin because they are uh, the one I think the sole Georgia beer uh, company on this list, and I'm going to choose the uh, Luau Crunkles, which is like their passion fruit, orange and guava IPA that they release. I think even in a, a, a mixer. Uh, 12 pack, but uh, I'll go with that one. And then from, uh, and I know this is not going to win me over any uh, any fan votes, but from uh, our friends at Coors. Ah! Coors Light. Yeah. The fun thing to me when you go to a store now is, uh, and it, 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 this happens to you when you are 21 years old or you first turn 21 and you start buying a bunch of beer and this goes on for a year or two and you're and then you go back, and for some reason, you need to buy a twelve pack of soda or a two liter, and it always boggles your mind at how affordable it is. Like they're like four ninety nine for a twelve pack of Fago, they're practically giving it away. Yeah, it's the same thing now. When you're used to buying, you know, four packs that escalate beyond the twenty four dollar a four pack mark, then you go back and think, what are you charging for this entire case of Coors Light? And it to me, it's my favorite light beer. It's it's it's. Great ice, ice cold, and also anybody can drink one. Great for parties. Yeah, there are people who like Miller Light better than Bud Light. There are people who like Bud Light better than Miller, but uh, but Coors Light I've always found has been a happy medium. So you can never go wrong with the Silver Bullet. Yeah, um, I'm gonna go with one that I know that you had the uh, Morning Delight. Yeah, from Toppling week. Goliath. To- Toppling Goliath. Well, if you can't get your hands on that beer, I also had the Assassin from 2016. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's like the that those two and then SR seventy one are like the biggest that come out of that brewery, right? I've been trying to win that ticket raffle for the last five years, and I strike out horribly. But uh, this year, I'm going to give it another go. I think the raffle starts sometime in September. Oh, nice! I'll have to drive out to Decorah, Iowa, but that's a different problem for somebody else. <laughs> Yo, man, I got gas money. Well, if you wanna if you wanna save on the gas money and uh, maybe don't have the hookup from the tickets and stuff like that or a beer trade. Their morning latte is actually a pretty good um, coffee stout that they have. And I picked one up from Citywide um, a couple weeks ago. It's delicious. It's a nice, creamy mouthfeel. Completely different from the bush latte. Completely different from the bush latte. And the, uh, what was the other one that we had from Paps? Oh, the hard coffee. Mm. We will get to more. Uh, we'll reveal our top five breweries for the uh, beer bracketology. We have to get to Darcy's Chick Pick. And more importantly, we have to get to a news and notes at the end of the show that's going to pretty much dictate where our time and money goes for the next five weeks. And we're running down the 32 breweries that can that build up our uh, our beer bracketology here on Music to My Beers. If you're wondering what the hell we're talking about, join our Facebook group and Follow find us. out. Follow us wherever wherever we're at, you know? Yes. Uh, we're going to reveal the top five breweries really quick before we get to Darcy's Chick Pick. And uh, number five, one of our favorites, the New Holland Brewing Company out of Holland, Michigan. I do like it up there, especially during tulip time. Are you serious? Yeah. Have you ever been up there during May? No, but I, I, I get annoyed when you're driving to Holland and then you want to continue north and there's, uh, oh, I got di- to deal with Grand Haven traffic. Yeah. No, New Coast Guard Festival. Awesome. <laughs> Awful. New Holland's great. I, uh, my wife went to school up there at Hope, and so she went out, and they would always go to the uh, the pint night or whatever. They'd have at New Holland Brewing Company, and none of her friends liked hoppy beers back in the day until, like, a couple of years after they graduated college. I introduced her to Two-Hearted, and the rest is history. She now loves Mad Hatter. And has a booze problem. 
<laughs> I bought the most expensive bottle opener I've ever bought in my life at New Holland. My mom wanted a really like sturdy, robust bottle opener, and I saw one. It was a giant wood block logo. It said New Holland Brewing Company. It had the windmill on it. Big bottle opener. I didn't see a price, but I'm thinking, what's it going to be? Twelve, eleven dollars. Yeah. So like a boss, I threw it on the counter. I'm like, I think one of these, and also one of those stickers. And she's like, All right, it'll be twenty six dollars. <gasps> like I bought a twenty plus dollar bottle opener. So, you know, instead of saying, wow, that's out of my budget, I said, no, okay. And I, trembling hand, slid my debit card to her and said, you go ahead. So now my mom, my 63-year-old mom, has a $25 bottle opener. That's awesome. Don't worry. I don't have a story like this for each of the top four. Number four on our list out of Grand Rapids, one of our faves, Founders Brewing Company. I do like getting up there and visiting those guys. Number three, from Middlebury, Indiana, standing eight guests tall. Wedgwood Brewing Company. They have the Yippie Kaye IPA. That's the what the only nano brewery in the area. And if you've never been, uh, you need to make the trip out to Middlebury and check it out because it's really fun to go into a place that seats less than ten people. And they've got good stuff too. Whenever they're out at Brewfest, I always like stopping by and and saying hi to those guys and trying whatever they've got, whatever four offerings they've brought that day. Number two, Zach's favorite. Definitely one of my favorites for sure. Yeah, Goshen Brewing Company is uh, they're a step up from like an Anna Brewery. There's definitely more seating there. They've got like typically movies on the lawn, and they've got uh, other fun stuff that happens during the summer. And I I really dig their uh, Lalo Cura. It I think that's how you pronounce it. It's a you it's just a point, you just point and say the number, don't you? I do. I'm like I'll have number five there. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they also have crawlers and growlers to go. So if you're swinging down that way, but you want to drink it and enjoy it at home, and they're they're a fun social hub of the community down there in Goshen. There are a lot of events to go on in the summertime mm-hmm. that they're part of. And number one, Dogfish Head Brewery. Yeah, one of the original, I think, craft breweries that we ever became a fan of. Right. Yeah, ninety Saint minute, hundred twenty minute. Now they mm-hmm. have the new forty five minute. Uh, they're always doing great stuff and and continually pushing the boundaries of what craft beer can be. They've got a locale IPA too. Everybody does. Speaking of pushing the boundaries of what craft beer could be, please welcome front and center, Miss Darcy Murphy. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Very well. We're excited. We've rolled out all 32 of our breweries here I for the, heard. the I'm beer super excited. And, uh, we're and this sorry, is going to be on the website, right? We're sorry yours uh, Magnum Malt Liquor did not make the... Uh, I, know, I voted like eight times for it. I thought maybe you guys could would sneak it in there. Hey, the backseat of her Kia is filled with those black tall cans. <laughs> That's a good idea, especially during wintertime if you ever get stranded anywhere. Yeah. And you know, it's be, if you have front wheel drive, it's great to, uh, like sandbags in the back of a truck. It'll yes. really weigh you down on the ice. <laughs> it's just science, man. It's just science. All right. Hey, you guys, it is Darcy, and it is time for your Chick Pick. Now I picked a beer from a brewery that happened to make this list, clocked in at number 10, Windmill Brewing. I picked their fake IPA. It is a Session New England. You heard me correct, a Session New England. It clocks in at 5.5%, but it's still hazy. It's still delicious. It's made with pineapple, and you can smell it. Like when you pour it into the glass or open the can, you can just smell it. And... Did I mention the 5.5%? So you get all the fun of a New England, but this crushable flavor, as you kids like to call it, uh, that can last all day long. I love their beers. I love their beers. They have a cat that roams around. That place is great. So that's my pick. I'm Darcy, and that's your chick pick. All right. Okay. My my point in the program where I get to tell you about what we have coming up, what we can look forward to uh, drinking, and... uh, Hey, we're just into the third month of the year, and I think this is the most important uh, news and notes we've had thus far. You think? 
There's so much going on. We got to stay on top There's, of. Well, there, yes, and one of those being one of our favorite uh, apps to check into. I don't know. We talked about this earlier in the week, but it's the fact that Untapped and Beer Advocate. Which Beer Advocate 15 years ago was the only place that you could find out about trades or beers or anything like that. And then Untapped came along, made it so user-friendly, so it's right on your smartphone, and you can just download the app and check into beers as you go. Um, that that uh, Those two are, are joining forces. So I don't know what's going to come about from that. I don't know if they're going to open up the discussion boards on the app or anything like that. But uh, we can look forward to that, certainly. The... Next big thing that's coming up is uh, Firestone Walker. They're sticking new single hop IPAs in mix packs. Hey, fun. So that uh, Mind Haze IPA and Union Jack that were in 12 packs before, now they're going to put in some other, just the single hop IPAs. And I think those crop up from time to time at Costco as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, I mean, if you remember. You can buy 24 of them instead of just 12. And uh, last but not least, do you remember the the old brewery, Matt Anthony? Yeah. They've got, they're now releasing their beers in 16-ounce cans. Okay. So before they were only in like 12 or 6, 12-ounce bottles and stuff, and now they're they're joining the canning force. Cans are the way to go. It's cheaper. Seriously. It's less litter to worry about. No one's going to step on one and rip their foot open. (laughs) They're pool safe. They're golf course safe. Easy to recycle. Yeah, they're great in church. I mean, literally anywhere you can get some cans down. (laughs) They they fit better. They're less heavy than, you know, you're taking them to the movie theaters and whatnot. And then later this month, of course, the 21st, we have to worry at noon central time. Dark Lord tickets go on sale. We've got a big event at LKT coming up at the end of the month. There's so much going on. Yes. We're going to be drunk. We're going to be broke. Finally. We did it. <laughs> uh, just a really quick review. If you want to head over to Music to My Beers on Facebook, we've got the, the Facebook group. You can join us, and then uh, you'll see all of the teams, the breweries for the beer bracketology. You can keep up on it at 1039thebear.com. Find it. Weigh in. Vote. You can win prizes to a beer fest over at Four Winds. All of these breweries, we hope, they go the distance. I'm sure they're like, Music to My Who? What are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. We'll give you some award, maybe. Yeah. Like we'll make something. We got something around here gift cards or something like that. <laughs> uh, on behalf of Zach and myself, this is Music to My Beers. Cheers. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.